0: They were the best of times. They were the worst of times. I wonder if in the future, people will look back at this period of uh, time that we're passing through and describe it in this way. Now you may agree for the worst of times description, but why the best? Well, you never know. What old things may die and what new things it may give birth to hello and welcome once again to the second episode of the second season of the thigh gap podcast very happy to have you here with us again my name is bogus noob and with me is my co-host who is absent that's right there is no being brute uh in this episode it's just going to be a solo one um, good or bad, you decide. But, yeah. So where is Brute? Brute's dead. Well, okay, no, he's not dead. But, uh, don't get too excited. But this much I can promise you, one day or the other, he's gonna go. And between the two of us, whoever goes first, I will make sure the other guy comes on here to mock the other one. You know? Should be the tie Gap way. Well, Now that it's just me and you for the first time, I guess it will be slightly different. I don't have anyone to bounce off of. In a way, I'm also relieved because uh, Brute's presence, it really is taxing on you as an individual. But at the same time, a solo job is, uh, you know, it has its challenges as well. But anyways, I've got you for company. So let's see where this goes. Well, first of all, If you want to get in touch with us, if you want to reach out, if you want to let us know, hey, I'm the only guy in the world who's actually listening to your podcast. Uh, We'd appreciate that, you know, because uh, I guess there's about one or two people who check in. Well, I'm really just being humble uh, because that's who we are. We're the humblest podcast in the world. But yeah, you can reach us out on um, at Thigh Gap on Twitter at underscore thygap on Instagram. And Facebook, well, who cares? Who really cares? Now, we also have an email address. It's gap at gmail.com, M-I-N-D-T-H-Y-G-A-P, at the gmail.com. I can spell it out completely now without brood, sitting on my head for that extra extension. But it's good for your clarity. Maybe you're not getting the spelling, and that's the reason why you were not writing in. <laughs> Anyways, so those are our socials. That's how you can get in touch with us. The next thing that, if if there was anything that I wanted to touch upon this season, um, from us to you, dear listeners, is, you may have noticed in the first episode, we didn't really bring up any Parcel, as we usually do at the end of an episode, we have this parcel section where we recommend um, some great pop culture stuff. Uh, it could be books, it could be movies, it could be TV shows, uh, that, you know, unmissable stuff that will really change the way you think or see the world that will just uh, either tickle your belly or it will really tickle your noodle, whichever way you like it. And yeah, we've decided that this season, at least, we're not going to uh, do any more parcels. We're going to do away with parcels until we hear from any one of you saying, okay, you recommended this before I checked it out, and here's why I liked it, or here's why I hated it, or I was indifferent to it, whatever. We just want to see if anyone has indeed checked any one of them out, because they're all, they're all bangers, as the kids uh, you say these days. You should really try one of them. Um, and there are many, actually, which you would find are quite relevant to these times that we live in. These trying, challenging times where ooh, you're filled with questions and you don't seem to find any answers. Or you're too distracted and numb to even have any questions in the first place. You're sleepwalking through your day, and you're watching your goals and objectives go by as you procrastinate into a rut. If any of that touched home, probably these are good for you. Well, I could uh, remind you of a few uh, that we recommended last season. There was Dances with Wolves. There was Firefly, a TV show. There was Utopia, the British version a TV show that aired on Channel 4. Then Blade Runner, the director's cut from Ridley Scott. Kingdom of Heaven, director's cut uh, Ridley Scott. And yeah, those are just a few to jog your memory. And those you would find still hold relevance to these times, especially. If any of you check them out and get back to us. And give us your feedback or just let us know how you thought, whether you liked it, um, whether you didn't. It just, uh, that would be great to see, you know. And that's the reason why we're going to do away with uh, the parcel section until that happens. Also, we've resolved, uh, we had resolved to cut down an episode's length to about 30 minutes because there was a lot of uh, whining and bickering about this uh, episode length. Well, so, all right, uh, you know, we respect our listeners, of course. So if that's the feedback we're getting, then that's what we're going to do. And um, what else? A stroke of irony for those who tuned in to the first episode of our second season, which if you tuned in without us even plugging it on our socials, really, you guys are the top dogs, you know, you're you, you are the OGs. And uh, if this thing takes off, man, it'll be taking off on your backs, the foundation that we laid uh, on your backs with your faces pressed hard into the concrete and then steam rolled over on the great foundation. Uh, I mean, the foundation on the great structure that we built High Gap on. And for that, we're eternally grateful, you know. You will ding decompose. Down in the mud, and you will be one with the earth. But that's how things should be, all natural. So thank you for that, for tuning in. But if you did tune in, we talked about uh, how brute and I we had certain goals, certain objectives for this new season. We wanted to, we wanted to experiment with a few things, try out a few new things this season, um, keep pushing the envelope. Uh, Uh, or so to say, but we couldn't. Why? Because, well, we took the uh, excuse of COVID, you know, 2020, and now we're having COVID-21, you know, the pandemic and the stress and the depression and all of that stuff. We're just going to use that as an excuse because that's, uh, well, that's our get out of free jail card that uh, all of us have uh, to use during these times. And we said, anytime we fall you know, we aim for something, and we fall, we get up again. That's what we do. We keep falling. We insist on falling, but we will get up again. And just as we said that and bid you farewell uh, after the first episode, guess what happens? We missed last Thursday. Uh, We should have posted our second episode last Thursday, but we weren't able to. Why? Well, because COVID 2020 and now COVID 21. There's a new strain that's coming out from UK. Um, there's a lot of stress going around, you know. Yeah, we're going to use that excuse again. And uh, why is Brute not part of this episode? Well, you know, COVID 21. There's a new strain coming out of the UK. Didn't you know? Uh, not that Brute uh, caught the bug or anything, but it's quite, well, it's uh, much more sillier in comparison. And I could probably fill you in on what happened. Well, as you know, these are the lockdown times. These are the indoor times. These are the times of poor hygiene. And uh, these are the times of piling on the pounds, so to speak. And, well, there's nothing really good going on, on a personal level. Even though we're living in our rooms... Technically, the room should be clean, but more or less a pigsty. There's no encouragement. There's no rainbows, there's no butterflies, there's no sparrows um, in the morning because all the pigeons have taken over. Very annoying. They keep shitting all over. Uh, I seem to have digressed. But coming back to Brute, speaking of shit, Brute was finding himself in a similar situation. He was down in a rut you know, because of COVID and the lockdown and all this stuff. And he really needed some uh, excitement in his life. Uh, as you could have guessed from our previous podcasts, if there was an extrovert between myself and Brute, then it would be Brute. Uh, and he's not a guy you can um, keep trapped indoors for a very long time. You know, it that sort of thing tends to have interesting consequences for for whoever's around him uh for him well he doesn't really care so yeah that was getting to him and uh he he began and he began scratching himself like he was having the what do they call those you know like addicts they get the oh he started jonesing he started jonesing for some activity well i asked him bro what's going on with you man are you okay getting concerned. I mean, I look at myself in the mirror and there's enough concern to carry over there. But then I look at you and the added concern is not helping. And and he was like, Bogus, you know, I, you know how I am. I can't stay in here for too long. I can't live like this for too long. I got to do something to get the adrenaline going. You know me. Yes, I said, yeah. And he said, and they they said it would be a few weeks. Then they said it would be a few months. Now a year has passed. Now again, they're saying there could be no end in sight, Bogus. I cannot live like this. I need to do something. And I said, what? And he goes, I'm thinking I'm, I might just go rob a bank. And of course, I didn't laugh because I'm used to brutes. Quote unquote jokes by now, and I'm sure so are you. On this podcast, so I just gave him a look and I said, "Yeah, okay, but what are you really trying to do?" I said, "No, yeah, I- I'm gonna rob a bank." And I could see he was serious, and I was like, "Brute, brute! You may have skills, you may have some talents here and there, and begrudgingly I'm admitting it now, but this is not your cup of tea, bro Robbing a bank all by yourself, you." Nah, and for those of you who have not seen Brute, which is all of you, he's just a tall, lanky guy. He's a lanky guy, the most. La- he's lankier than the most lankiest guys you'd come across. And how is a guy like that going to go and rob a bank? Seriously, so I said, Brute, just you know, daydream about it, fantasize about it, or something, but don't go crazy, okay? Don't go crazy. He was like, Nah, man, no, 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 no. I'm going to do it. I have to do it. I have to do it. This is the only thing that I can think of. I've uh, exhausted multiple options in my head, and um, there's nothing left. And I'm convinced that this is the way to go. And I said, for you to be able to do this by yourself, you know there's going to be security measures. There are alarms and stuff. And he's like, ah, bogus. What?" A Grameen cooperative bank near my house are not going to have lasers and motion detectors and all that. Come on, I'm just going to go in there and I'm going to do my thing and I'm going to get out. Then I was like, all right, so from my side, if I look at this selfishly, I probably need to keep as much distance from this guy as possible in the forthcoming future. So that's what I did. I said, I wished him good luck. Not really, but just for his uh, reassurance, you know, I said, yeah, good luck. and. I broke off all contact, basically, which was a smart thing to do, uh, because you know they they could trace his phone, they could check who he contacted recently and all that. Who wants to get in? Who wants to get in the middle of all that nonsense? And a few days go by, and uh, I get contacted. Well, I try to avoid it, but um, a couple of cops show up at my door. I was surprised at first because I'd completely forgotten. It was a week or two since I spoke to Brute about this. And uh, they said, "Uh, are you bogus? Mm, I said, yeah. How do you know? Do you listen to the podcast? They're like, no, you need to to come down to the station. We need you to identify someone. And then I knew. You know, I had this deep sinking feeling. So I... Went along with them, and uh, as you know, the cops, they sometimes have a perp lineup where they ask you to identify who, um, will identify a suspect from a lineup of suspects, and I was looking at these guys, they were all tall, and they were all lanky, and they were standing about, about six feet away from me, and the cop was looking at me, waiting for my reaction, Which one of these is Brute? I go, officer, how am I supposed to know that? He's like, what do you mean? you worked with this guy for a few years. You've known him for some time. Do you honestly expect me to believe you don't know who this Brute is, if that's his real name? It's not, by the way. But you have to identify him, otherwise you're going to be in trouble. I said, sir, no, you don't understand. Brute is a tall and lanky guy, yes. I mean... As tall, well, I don't want to build him up too much. He's not that tall. He's taller than your average guy, for sure. But he was also pretty unremarkable in his presence. In the sense, he could still get lost in a crowd in a Chinese village. You know what I'm saying? So if you if you line him up uh, next to a few other tall, lanky guys, I'm going to have a tough time, even though I've known him for a while. Just because he's, his presence, you know, so then, off, then the officer says, "That's not my problem, son. You gotta, you gotta figure it out." So I said, "Okay, fine. Uh, have them read out. Have them read something out for me. It could be anything. Just, uh, you know, five to ten words. Um, just a couple of sentences. The most annoying guy is going to be him. Uh, he was not. He was a bit skeptical. You know, the cop. He said." How how do I know you're going to you're not just going to save your friend and finger some other guy and let him take the blame? And I thought about it. He had a good point, uh, although he probably didn't know that. I would have fingered Brood the first opportunity I would have gotten. That didn't come out right. I would have pointed out Brood the first opportunity I had. He didn't know the dynamic that I shared with Brood. Anyways, so I said, Officer, all right. You know, for your reassurance, here's what we're going to do. First, I'm going to... Um, let's do this. You blindfold me, have these guys read out the couple of sentences, and I'm going to point to you who brute is. And then you shuffle the lineup, and with me still blindfolded, you have them read out the couple of sentences again, and I'm going to point you out brute again. That seemed to... You know, that seemed to make sense to him. Like, okay, redundancy. Uh, so let's do this. And sure enough, the most annoying voice, it was very easy to pick out. And both both tries, I had brute square at the end of my finger. So boom, he goes to jail. The officer thanks me for my service to the nation because, of course, I'm a model citizen. I'm not going to be swayed by prior friendships or associations. No, this guy tried to rob a bank at the end of the day. Did he have valid reasons to do it? Maybe. But as long as he daydreamed about it and fantasized about it, you write a script about it or something, it's still okay. But you go out there in the real world and you put out your action, then, you know, your actions have consequences. So with Brute in the jail, I came back home, and uh, I was following up with the officer because, hey, of course, I have this podcast uh, with Brood, uh and I do not need him to, um, I, knew, I do need his company for the recordings, because that's a tiger podcast, it's me and him. So I tried to negotiate that with the officer, okay, hey, there's a portable recorder, I could just get it over here, I could get the two mics. Just, we'll just record, It's uh, we used to do it for hours and hours, but now we're aiming to do it within like 30 to 35 minutes, at the max, 40 minutes, but not more than that, because, you know, audience feedback. And the officer was not really game for that, unfortunately, so I said, all right, so I don't see any other option but for me to go solo, and uh, well, until Brute is released, I'll keep in touch, and I'll check with you, how he is coming along. Uh, and please let me know if anything untoward happens, because with brute, something untoward uh, is bound to happen. So uh, saying that, I came back home and I continued my COVID lockdown existence back to the uh, drudgery of just being, just stagnating, basically, in your home. And every now and then I keep getting updates from the officer. One day he told me, Uh, There was a court hearing, and the the judge was very keen to make an example out of this guy. Not because of the heinousness of the crime or anything, but um, when Brute um, chose to represent himself, which was a grave mistake, the judge could not bear more than two minutes of his testimony. He was already annoyed, so he really wanted to make an example out of this guy. But then the most remarkable thing happened. The cops, you know, they got together and they used whatever influence they had, really. And uh, they said, Your Honor, please, um, our police station, you know, the Kukatpali police station, there's a lot of hoodlums and there's a lot of um, undesirable elements that keep coming in and coming going out of uh, our station. They They come in, they get released on bail and they go and do the same thing again. It's very hard for us to, you know, get any um, anything of value out of these guys. doesn't matter if we give them the second degree or the third degree in the jail or even the fourth degree. It just doesn't come out because uh, they're not in there for longer. Uh, and uh, what we found with this guy pointing to Brood, all we had to do was uh, we just ask him to, you know, Narrated a few of his jokes. um, And I'm using air quotes, because that's what the officer did, basically. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to, uh, you know, narrate this story as accurately as I can, as it happened to you guys. So quote, unquote, jokes uh, at these guys. And then, of course, uh, that was a mild annoyance. But when we married our third degree, along with brute going at them verbally, the combination of the physical and the psychological was a challenge too challenging for them to withstand, you know? And they really crumbled. Oh, they crumbled quick. And so the cops were really keen on keeping Brood down in the station um, because they found he has some utility. And of course, uh, when brute is doing this, the cops uh, not only they use masks. I have to, I do want to assure everyone who's listening to this, the sanitation as per uh, in the police station, as per the COVID standards, you know, they're maintaining it very well. There's uh, hand sanitizers everywhere in the station, and even when the cops are giving them the third degree, the lattes are always polished, top to bottom with um, disposable um, tissue um, that is dabbed in hand sanitizer first. And the cops are all wearing masks. And they're also wearing silicone earplugs because, well, that's just because brute is in the same room um, trying out his jokes on the perpetrators. The perpetrators themselves, well, they uh, not only get... um, a COVID mask, which is for safety, of course. But before the COVID mask goes on, there's a cotton ball, which is stuffed into their mouths because uh, that is for soundproofing. You don't want these guys yelling too loudly when, you know, the, the third degree is going on. So that way you, pro- you protect the sound levels and you also protect any uh, moisture, um, elements of moisture that are dangerous for infection. And so not only does the mask protect them from any suspended particles that carry the virus, but also the cotton balls in their mouths could then also serve to absorb any extra particulate matter that is floating around. So it's a very well thought out operation, and I was quite surprised. Um, I requested that I be part of this um psychological, physical torture session, because I just wanted to see um, how they went about it, how they discovered this utility of Brute. And uh, unfortunately, it couldn't be done because they didn't have an extra pair of silicone earplugs. And they asked if uh, if I'd, I'd be okay with that, you know, because I do have a podcast with Brute. And I said, hell no, no way. I'm not okay with that. So, that's why, I, I, you know, I missed out on a first-hand experience, but then after the session is done and after Brute's put, thrown back into his cell, um, they do give Brute the usual uh, second, third degree sometimes because, uh, you know, he does test your patience. Um, and, you know, it, I, I don't really blame the law enforcement for that. But one thing I will say is because they are in close contact uh, with these undesirable elements of society day in, day out. They have a slightly higher level of tolerance that that uh, normal people like uh, the everyday people like you or me may have. And so they were able to take brood, you know, without much damage for longer than any of us probably would. And I was surprised and... Um, yeah, I, I, I tip my hat to those guys, you know, for their service and uh, for their diligence in keeping our streets clean. Well, so that's the long and short of it. Brute is cooling his heels in a Kukatpali jail. There's no word out as yet as to when he would be released. I was uh, given assurance that... Um, There'd be no chance in hell of recording a podcast with him as long as he's in there. And so, you know, I'm beginning to suspect. I'm just beginning to suspect if they are the ones who are prolonging his stay over there now because they see his utility, you know. His utility is like using cobra venom for a snake bite to make it act as an anti-venom, you know. His utility is like the Gandhian slap, which is, you slap me on my left cheek, I'm going to turn my other cheek, but you're still going to slap me, aren't you? That's brute. Well, I have to admit, it has its um, usefulness. It has its utility in places, but in small doses. And that's actually one of the other reasons why we resolved to keep the episode length down to about 30 to 35 minutes, at the max, you know, like 40 minutes. Well, just so we don't repel too many of you out there and uh, you keep turning in, you keep tuning in, listening to the Thigh Gap podcast. Of course, the most unappreciated, underrated, unheard of podcast in the world. We're at the bottom of the list and we make everyone else look good. As far as vision statements go, well, a mission statement more rather. So as far as mission statements go, I don't think you can land on a better one than that. So, I feel good. You know, I feel a weight off my shoulders, off my chest, and off my kidney by being so frank and open with you guys about what really happened. A lot has happened in the recent past. And I've been very busy um, to and fro from the from my home and the station. And um, I got to know the cop really well. Um I think uh, a few more weeks of brute staying in the jail I might even start call, start calling the cop my friend you know he's a, he seems a sensible guy he uh, he seems to be a resourceful guy anyone else would have let brute uh, go to a prison and uh, rot there but someone who knows how to make use of things around him you got to give credit to that you know and uh, if Brute's stay extends any longer, well, if it really extends much longer, I might actually invite the cop to join me for the Thai podcast as my co-host. Because, uh, you know, there could be potential there. Who knows? Well, I do hope uh, Brute is released soon and that he can come back and join me on this podcast episode. I'm not sure how much longer that's going to be. What did you guys think? What did you guys think of the story of how all these things that played out? Um, I never imagined that I'd be experiencing any any of this, um, you know, when I started the podcast with Brute. But that's how it goes. That's how it went. So what did you guys think about the uh, solo episode, the first solo episode, you know, of the Thai Guy podcast? Not sure how many more there will be. Something might happen to me in the near future. And uh, you might see Brute doing a solo episode when that happens. And I really sympathize with you in advance for whenever that time comes. Oh, I could go on all day about Brute, but we are hitting the 35-minute mark right now. And just to keep our word with you, dear listeners... I'm going to start winding this up, winding it down. Join us next Thursday for another episode of the Thigh Gap Podcast. Um, And really, keep a lookout for every Thursday. uh, Follow us on Spotify, follow us on Google Podcasts. What I've noticed is Google Podcasts is the only one that uh, notifies you whenever there's a new episode. So if you want to rely on that notification, then I would say subscribe or follow us on Google Podcasts. I don't have an iPhone, so I'm not really sure uh, if Apple Podcasts pushes a notification to your screen whenever there's a new episode or not. So I can't really comment on that. But if you're on an iPhone, obviously, you can follow us on Apple Podcasts as well. And as always, we would be very happy to hear from you. Let us know if you have any ideas, uh, or if you want us to talk about certain topics. Of course, you can go back to um, our season one roster. You can see what kind of topics we touched about, touched upon, and um, what kind of things we uh, have talked about. More or less, Brut and I like to talk about things that we ourselves observe. Um, you know, things that go unsaid for most part, for the most part, and things that get lost in translation, you know, and all people are left with or all we're left with are cliched statements like, uh, well, like, you know, early bird gets the worm or, um, well, fuck me, I'm not able to think of anything now in this moment, but you know what I mean? These motivational statements, they tend to say a lot, uh, but there's always something that's unsaid. And there's always something unspoken that always gets lo- gets lost in translation. And even if someone were to try and apply themselves to execute uh, along those lines, they would only find out after stumbling or losing. And there's there's an even smaller percentage that actually introspects after stumbling and finds the actual formula. But um, again, uh. A big chunk of those people who stumble, they probably just resolve to themselves that, yeah, this is just another marketing gimmick. You know, there's nothing to this. So, then, and they just don't try again. So, yeah, that's about it. You can look forward to more um, of the same, I guess. I don't know. I don't want to say the same. But if you look at our season one roster, the kind of topics we touched upon, in Season 2 as well, we might want to continue on those or touch upon on similar topics. There was one that uh, we really wanted to um, talk about, which is uh, the difference between loneliness and solitude. And is there is there really strength in solitude? I'm sure Brute is going to find out as he's rotting in a Kukatpali jail. All right. So until the next week, dear listeners. Tiger, subscribe and share. And share. Hey, thanks for listening. You can follow this podcast on Spotify to get notified of new episodes every Thursday. We're also on Apple Podcasts for those of you who have partaken in the forbidden fruit. If you liked what you heard, leave us a 5-star rating and a comment. Say anything like, the quick brown fox jumped over the lazy dog. A rating and a comment really helps us out. It's free, and I'm told, that's a great price. But enough about us, huh? Tell us about yourself. Leave us a comment. Our Twitter is at ThighGap, and we are underscore ThighGap on Instagram.